What a K-Drama. Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of What a K-Drama. I have a very special guest with me today. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Um, sure. Um, so hi, guys. I'm Marianthi. Uh, you might have read some of my articles on the website, mostly in the webtoon section. Um, also in some of the really old music that I know because I've been in this fandom for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not old. Who said that? Um, uh, nice to meet you all. <laughs> Good. Um, so we brought Oriana here today because she wanted to be involved and we thought, why not? It could bring a bit of, you know specialness to the episode variety kathleen is behind the camera do you want to say quick hi hi cute <laughs> all right um today we're going to talk about the popularity of k-dramas and how we think that netflix helped shape that a little bit um so we're gonna discuss all the different reasons why we think that k-dramas blew up and how netflix helped with that so do you want to start it off give me your big opinion on this <laughs> um well i mean the first thing i guess we can say is that since well netflix has been really good overall right for every sort of type of content um to they've been really good about picking up on what audiences want yes definitely. They've, they've definitely paid attention to you know what people are actually searching for on their website and making sure that you know soon enough it shows up um so i think that they really saw that there was a demand for k-dramas to feature on their platform because mm -hmm. you know the more people especially the more younger people got involved in this um the more people were looking for them on platforms like netflix on yeah. platforms that are like Hulu, et cetera, I guess that are more readily available rather than Viki where you have to be like in the know already, to I be think, honest. I think it's easier with Netflix and Hulu and like streaming sites in general because they have such a variety. Whereas with Viki, it's very much age-focused only. So if you want to watch stuff like The Crown, you can't really. Exactly. So Netflix more broadly accessible, more stuff to watch so you can like pigeonhole your way in that way without having to pay an extra subscription that's it and it's not so much about that like i mean in the sense that you may already have netflix and you can stumble on it uh, or maybe you may already have netflix on the side maybe you're interested in k-dramas and you're looking on netflix to see if there's something available with vicky you already are into k-dramas mm -hmm. right like you know yeah, you don't have sure. that subscription if you're not already into the fandom definitely um so i do think that it's that's why it actively helped mm -hmm. um, yeah. ma make it grow. Yeah. I know words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, I kind of think that we have to take in the entire Hallyu wave into account as well. Because, of course, with the popularity of K-pop, the popularity of K-dramas started growing as well. I think there was already a fan base for K-dramas itself. But, you know especially because some of the K-pop stars are also actors, it kind of goes hand in hand. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of um, kind of as a legacy fan. Like, I mean, for me, the first K-drama I watched was because Rain was in it. <laughs> Schneck. <laughs> and at the time, so like I knew Rain as a musician, Love Rain. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, ooh, he's been in dramas. And at the time, I was only watching Japanese dramas. And I was like, you know, what the hell? What the, it's, it can't be that much of a leap 
it's such a leap. Um, <laughs> Why was it such a leap? Well, what's the big difference, you think? Oh, well, first of all, it's like half as long. Japanese dramas are half as long. They're mm-hmm. only like 10 episodes long and the episodes are maybe 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, switching to 18 episodes of like one hour and a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a commitment. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, I guess we're committing to this. <laughs> like, I guess this is what I'm doing this week. Um, but yeah, so that's how I watched Full House. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm glad I watched that then because I could not sit through that now. Um, <laughs> no matter how much I love Rain. <laughs> uh, it's a fun show. It's a fun mm-hmm. show. Um, but yeah, like I do think that has not changed at all. Like I think no matter when people are coming into K-dramas, it's probably because, you know, you've seen this person somewhere else and you're like, Ooh, where else can, mm-hmm. can I see them? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, I think the K-drama sector itself plays into that as well. Absolutely. I feel like more and more I see K-pop stars or idols who are like either have a small role and they work their way up. But I think it definitely is a play on knowing that you're going to have an audience. To be fair, I think that it was always the case. Like I feel and actually that was the same for Japanese dramas as well. Mm. Um, But like it was like a subset idol dramas (laughs) Um, where, you know, it was something that they knew was going to be popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe 90% of the cast was from, from boy bands or girl bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has kind of always been the case. But now that boy bands are that much bigger. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were big and then they got bigger. And now it's like bts everywhere global i have like a random cousin in greece that i've never met and like the second thing she told me was like oh i like bts oh my god and I was like, <laughs> my bts is the same <laughs> <laughs> and she was so excited that like i'm also into that mm-hmm. but i'm like i literally just met you <laughs> i mean at least you have a topic to talk about absolutely <laughs> absolutely um because yeah not other than bts i'm not really i don't think i'm really keen on what 14 year old girls are into today um i'm officially old now <laughs> i feel like we're having a midlife crisis here <laughs> um yes. in public my break time ladies and gentlemen <laughs> on record especially for you <laughs> oh um I think to just take it back to Netflix's influence on the K-drama sector, K-dramas have always been popular, but I feel like they're changing a little bit. Absolutely. Um, I feel like with Netflix, there's a bit more inclusion happening. There's always been a huge variety of genres, and I'm very happy that Netflix shows all those different genres as well, because if it was just like rom-coms, I would simply pass away i would cast my subscription it just wouldn't happen (laughs) and but there's it's just kind of crazy when you think about the scope yeah and i feel like more and more dramas are happening are being um available on netflix um i think they invested about like 500 million us dollars in like netflix originals and the streaming licenses with like jtbc yeah Uh, all the big channels in Korea to get all the content on the platform. 
I think it's making a huge difference because now that they're actively going after content, that they're funding the creation of new content, mm-hmm. um, that it's not just, you know, that it's affecting the kind of stuff that gets made, but also it's affecting the kind of stuff that's available to fans. Like before you were able to see K-dramas on mainstream platforms like Netflix, you essentially had to go out your, out of your way looking for it, right? Mm-hmm, like um, what we were saying before, um, in 2012, 2011, we essentially had, you know, all the separate fan subgroups bookmarked <laughs> and definitely pirates. no piracy working <laughs> at all. Um, but, you know, you had to, like, you know, you had to go to one Reddit sub forum to see recommendations. And then because it was already a pretty much like small community, even online, mm-hmm. Um, of international fans, it was all kind of like more or less in the same genres. Like it was some historical ones, some rom-coms, but you wouldn't really get a recommendation for the random horror masterpiece that came out. Also because no one was fun-subbing that. Like, yeah, no one was fun-subbing that, which wouldn't have been great for you. No, I... Um, I mm, yeah. <laughs> um... And that's it. So, you know, like it was the, the same kind of small number of people internationally. I say small, it was probably some million people, but still it's small if you're in thinking of it in a scale. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the fun subgroups were doing the same kind of really popular dramas. So it was this, the dramas that were already popular in Korea, which wasn't necessarily the best ones always or the most varied ones. Mm. Um, and definitely priority was given to rom-coms. But to be fair, that's still... Kind of the case now, kind of because case. if I want to watch an indie film, yes, that just in, yeah, but that's indie films in any language though. I know, but still, it's I'm like I want to watch it. Give it to me. Like there has to be someone in on the planet who speaks Korean and English who like has the dedication to fans of that. And I'm like, please come you on. You can be that someone. Just learn Korean. Just, Ten years later, you'll be ready to fan sub. <laughs> It's just gonna take me ten years to sub that one film. <laughs> it's um, it's it's a bit of a process there. Um, that's it. So you know, um, or you know, just learn it, and then you don't need subtitles. Again, True. ten years later, you'll be able True. to watch it. Look, if I spoke the language, I would fans up all day. That's fair. That's fair. Um, um, yeah, I think we also have to take into account if we're talking about like streaming of like five, ten years ago. That the quality, <laughs> the amount of pixels, is also like slightly better on Netflix. Slightly, slightly is uh, uh, the understatement of the year. <laughs> I think. Um, like I, I remember like downloading shows, <clears throat> not downloading shows, legally watching in, shows in, his, in, in the places universe. that definitely existed, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in like four twenty p, and thinking like, oh my god, I got this in like decent quality. <laughs> Who cares about quality if you're finally getting the full show, you know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, um, are they wearing glasses? Are you just wearing dark <laughs> eye makeup? Who knows? Who knows? But you're seeing um, it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, to be fair, something I do think that has kind of gone, not necessarily down, mm-hmm. but it's not as... You'd think with professionals coming in that it would have gotten better. Subtitles? So, like, the fan subgroups, obviously, there were groups of fans, right? Like, they mm-hmm. were not professionals. Maybe some of them were professionals, but, like, 
in general, this was just people who were doing this because they really loved it and they wanted to share yeah. it with other people. Um, so I personally think they were all doing a great job. Um, and there were always some issues, some grammar here and there, like some typos here and there. Um, but because a lot of us sort of started wa watching dramas like that, be we became a little more used to, let's say, some specific expressions or the names of people being transcribed in a certain manner. Mm -hmm. And then now I think... A lot of that is very Anglo-centric, as it is with a lot of translation. Sorry, just kind of about to go into a whole other conversation there. But, like, a lot of stuff gets sort of effaced yeah. in the subtitles. Um, a lot worth, of the context is missing. A lot missing. of the context is missing. Yeah. Like, because I, and, and this is an absolute... Uh, and then this is a translation decision, by the way. Like, this is not a, oh, the translator is not good enough to catch it or, like, they don't speak Korean. Like, that's not it. Mm -hmm. This is a conscious decision that, like, you know, for English-speaking audiences, they don't need to know that stuff. It's like, yes, we do. Please. <laughs> uh, if anyone's watching this, just, like, we like the context. Give us the context. Yeah, I think with, like, the stuff that is being fan-subbed, a lot of the times you have, like, the context in brackets oh, above. Yeah. <laughs> that was painful like... to watch, though. <laughs> I mean, yes. Useful. Useful. But it's so useful because it, it kind of helps you get to know the culture and the the language itself Absolutely. as well. Because, like, you know, they do this once. It's annoying when you see, like, this big thing on the top that says, like, oh, Ajusi means, like, Mr. And is used for, like, older men who you're not necessarily related to. Um, if that's your first drama that you If watch, that's your first drama. That is super helpful. Yeah. And then if every time 20th, you hear it, Yeah, that's annoying. Like, yeah. girl, I know. But, like, you know, at this point, you're watching this, you know, you know what mm -hmm. it means. So, like, for me, it's a little bit weird when I see a drama and, like, they're saying Ajusi or they're saying Kyung and the translation is like, hey, bro. Uh, I mean, yes, that's okay, what they're saying. Okay, that's, there's no translation for that, though. There is no translation for that. That's very true. Uh, because in English, I don't really do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense. And I'm not dissing on the translations. Um, and in a way, that's much better um, from um from an entry point of view. So like if someone who has not been um, bombarded with fan subs for many years tries to watch a K-drama and suddenly sees, you know, oh, I just see in the subtitles, they'll be like, the fuck? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> um, we'll bleep that out. <laughs> um, uh, they'd be like, you know, I think that I feel like they'd be confused and mm. that would take away from their enjoyment mm. rather than in enhance their immersion in the drama mm -hmm. whereas if you're kind of like a bit of a legacy fan then you do know those terms yeah and you are used to seeing them even in the subtitles so then when you take those out you feel like mm -hmm. you're being disconnected um but yeah like admittedly to make it easier for people to watch gay dramas this is obviously the the yeah. better approach yeah, yeah, yeah so that's another thing like by doing stuff like that, by removing that kind of barrier for entry, mm -hmm. people can just like sit there and watch it and they don't have to feel like they need to understand random Korean context. Yeah. Like my mom. <laughs> that feels like a call out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I mean, like she's watched so much K-dramas now. Like she's watched more than I've ever seen, I think. Mm -hmm. Like she wouldn't call herself a K-drama fan. But she's watched, like, everything that's on Netflix at this point. You should send her some of our reviews. Oh, we did. She's, oh, she's read all stuff. of them. You she joking. really likes your stuff. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. No. That's weird. Never mind. All right. Moving on. Before I'm going to, you know, blush myself to death. Um, I think it's an interesting topic to talk about as well. About the way that Netflix releases K-dramas. Because that is part of their licensing contract with like CJANM, SK Telecom, that they release the dramas week by week, mm. as opposed to release everything, you can binge watch it. Unless, of course, it's a Netflix original, <sighs> then they do painful. whatever. That's so painful. It reminds me of... How we would actually watch Before streaming TV. sites, mm. you know, with like... Ah, you couldn't pause TV shows, you just had to watch them and go pee in a commercial break. Um, yeah, that was, I don't know how we did that. Um, yeah. What is TV? <laughs> what is Sorry. normal cable? <laughs> what is normal cable? It's like having just blanks there. Um, yeah. No, when they're saying that they're gonna, like, you know, cause they, they, they mentioned occasionally that they think of like putting ads in Netflix and stuff like that. I was like, you realize people will leave that the reason we're on Netflix is because there's no ads. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's also interesting with the contracts with the big companies like CJNM that that is the compromise mm. that they use to be able to stream it's fair which is fair yeah yeah am i still waiting until everything comes out so i can binge watch it all at once for sure yeah cuz week i did it's okay not to be okay week by week and that was painful it was not okay it was not okay <laughs> You were waiting for that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, plus, as we've said many times before on, in our articles, there is some general feeling of unease about watching stuff while they're still happening. Uh, just, you know, so in case someone randomly leaves us at a, at a very terrible cliffhanger etc or they you know they decide to drop the series and never make another episode or the fan sub decides to not continue translating and you're like okay i guess i'm learning korean it's it's the safest bet to just wait until everything is out Absolutely. And before watching it that's a hundred percent yeah the law yeah. but yeah but actually i want to come back to something just before about mm-hmm. diversity mm-hmm. um in the kind of genres So that's one thing, but also there's more diversity in the kind of shows and the kind of characters. Yes. Like, I think that's influenced 100%. by a lot of factors socially as well in Korea mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. but... Also demand of But also demand fans. of yeah. international fans. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think it, the one class would have gone as well if it was just like a TV-only kind of thing, mm-hmm. which would have been oh, sad. Oh, no, for sure. that was for sure. magnificent. That was... A bit groundbreaking, I think, because we saw the first trans character in, like, a big, big popular show. Yes. Like, there have been trans characters before, but it was always, like, small movies or, like, they didn't really talk about it. And here it was almost, like, you had entire scenes dedicated to this, like, trans person. Yeah. You know. And so, their own personal journey. Yeah, yeah. Pretty impressive. And then you also had the black character that wasn't just there to be, like, foreign He was actually Korean, like yeah. you know, that was also pretty impressive. Yeah, and that's um, actually like, and that's actually a thing, like you know, about um, non 
traditionally Korean looking Koreans yeah. in Korea. Yeah. Um, there's also the new sitcom show, So Not Worth It. That was Kathleen whispering in the background, if you didn't know. Um, that is also very multicultural, like a whole bunch of different people, sexual orientations. I've not seen that yet. Um, it's cute. It's very sitcom-y. Okay. Oh, okay. I I wouldn't watch it fully. Like an episode here and there is totally fine. But okay. to sit through the full thing, I'm like, God. <laughs> <laughs> where's the where's the action? Where's the where's crime? the excitement? Wh- Why where? is no one getting murdered? Exactly. <laughs> Are the questions that Why is no one scared of being murdered? <laughs> where's my thrill? You know. <laughs> um, I think. Well, there's a couple of different super popular K-dramas, like Kingdom was a Netflix yeah. original. Oh my God, I thought that was crazy that that became so huge internationally. Yes. And I think the reason was that it was, it was because it was on Netflix, like 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they pushed it a lot as well. They did, they yeah. did. And the fact that they actually do so much marketing for all the people on the platform, not mm-hmm. just the people who are already pigeonholing themselves into yes. K-dramas, I think that makes a huge difference. Like, I saw people on my Facebook feed, mm-hmm. like, raving about kingdom and i'm like mm. i know you don't watch k-dramas so like netflix is doing good yeah like and they keep doing it because now there's this new film of like one of the characters that in the same universe that yeah, also yeah. came out it was also trending everywhere on netflix itself on twitter so like the fact that they continue building on this universe is pretty cool yeah and it was and it was a really good show. Like I didn't I haven't finished it yet. Um I haven't finished very much anything. It's been lately. on my list for forever. It's been so busy. Uh, <laughs> but like and it was so well made. But like I think the main point with Netflix is that they're actively making the point that it's not like K dramas is not some some niche kind of market mm-hmm. just for people who are already crazy about this and only want to watch this or whatever mm-hmm. uh no it's the same way that you're watching international dramas from anywhere else you yeah. can watch international dramas that are from korea you don't have to be part of like a niche kind of fan group and like you I mean you know like a lot of us are but it shouldn't necessarily have to be that way to enjoy something oh 100% because i mean it's just, it, you know by the same logic like why are we watching american tv shows like i'm greek you're Belgian. yeah uh, i mean i think it's also a lot of Europeans are like grew up reading subtitles. Yeah, and absolutely. I think now with Netflix and its push with like international content, yeah, but still, I think it helps international fandoms with like English as the first language to, you know, just expand their horizons. Read, read all about it. Um... Well, you... <laughs> You're on a roll today. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, like. It's not really surprising that, like, it was easier to kind of get a foothold in European countries because, A, we're used to all of our entertainment essentially being imported Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, So, like, you know, if if they're speaking Russian, if they're speaking Turkish, if they're speaking Spanish, if they're speaking French or English, doesn't matter. All I'm reading is the the Greek subtitle. Um, Nobody dubs in Greece. We only dubbed, like, Spanish-American telenovelas. We only dub kid shows. Oh, and kid shows. Mm. Um, True. Frozen in Dutch, weird. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, like anything in Dutch in my head, weird. So, 
Fair enough. No offense. Not a sign. A sign, don't take it. But yeah, no, like I do think they're doing a really good point of marketing this to uh, to people based on genre rather than identifying you know, users who are actively only watching or mostly watching K-dramas and yeah. then just creating a, creating a pigeonhole, creating a bit mm-hmm. of, a, of a closed uh, feedback loop there. Yeah. Um, and instead they're doing like, well, you're watching rom-coms, here's a Korean rom-com you might like. Or, yeah. well, you're watching horror movies. You know who's really good with horror? Koreans. They, that they are. Um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, so just to recap a little bit. Netflix's influence on K-dramas. Diversity. Huge scope of genre and just inclusivity in general. The quality of it being really, really good. I think... Yeah, just the ease of Netflix as well. Like we mentioned before, you don't have to get another subscription on top of all your other subscriptions. Um, It's way more readily available. And you don't have to, like you said, necessarily pigeonhole yourself in one specific streaming site. Um, And uh, like it's a cause and effect. I mean, you know, like you go looking for them and then it was like, here, have more. Yeah. Um, Like, I mean, like when I said, like my mom's watching all the Korean dramas, she didn't necessarily start off thinking like, oh, I need to watch some Korean dramas now in my life. No, she just went like I told her, you know, you should watch Crash Landing on you. And then she watched all of them. Because Netflix just kept throwing one after the other, mm-hmm. and they were all really good. And then she was just like, hmm, where else has Hyun been played? Or, hmm, where else has this guy played? Instead Netflix of... is like, hey, hey, do you want some? Do you want some? Do you want some? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll be back with a new What a K-Drama episode in two weeks. And go ahead, check out our website, thekmail.com, to read our reviews, film reviews. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.